When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Help Desk. My name is Peter Wells. And I am Tess Bennett. And now we've got a new segment for you. Uh, this is something we're going to be trying out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, if you've got ideas for segments, please let us know. Uh, but this first segment is from the lovely Tess Bennett, and it's called What the Fuck Wednesday, where we talk about something that has become kind of big in the news over the last few weeks and try to figure out uh, whether you should care or not. The first what the fuck is going to be about Clubhouse, because that is the, the darling of the social media scene at the moment. Everyone is begging for an invite, apparently. If, if you really care, you're, you're probably in there by now. If you're on an iPhone, it has not come to Android just yet. Anyway, that's a very quick introduction. Tess, tell me about Clubhouse. So Clubhouse is a real-time audio-based social network, is the official spiel. And it lets you create and join rooms where you can chat with others, sort of like a big conference call. And it's only audio um, and you drop in and out of the rooms and it doesn't switch on your camera, which is great. And once the conversations are over, the room is closed and it sort of disappears. At the moment, there's a lot of discussion in there around startups and Clubhouse itself. Mm-hmm. But there's also things like NBA watch parties. I don't know, what have what kind of topics have you come across? I found a couple of uh, movie discussions of what are the cool things on Netflix that you might not have found and the other day I was on a a mobile journalism discussion Uh, but yeah it's a very odd experience at the moment there there was nothing that really has dragged me in so much Uh, I I did like the fact that if you're in the middle of uh, a room and you decide it's not for you that you can leave quietly and it looks like you're still there Uh, but you (laughs) know so you don't offend anyone. Oh is that what that does? Yeah yeah you don't offend anyone you just sneak on out. Oh I was just gonna offend them. (laughs) Uh, But yeah it really does remind me of you know when when hashtags first took off on Twitter and then suddenly you know all, all of the people who called themselves social media experts were like trying to start hashtag discussions and uh, topics and things. And, and yeah, it, it was annoying then. But at the same time, you kind of look back and think, well, you know, again, this, this should have been Twitter. Twitter should have had this product. But Clubhouse is very, very pretty as it is. Mm, I, I guess I'm sort of thinking of it as an audio extension of LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. And I just want to read you, and I hope this doesn't sound like I'm taking the piss, but... <laughs> I just want to read you a description that someone has written on LinkedIn to sort of explain Clubhouse. And I've I've cut it down a bit, but here it goes. Imagine for a moment you're heading into a networking event. You can choose which room you want to join based off the topics you're interested in and who you'd like to network with. The people in the room come from all over the world. They aren't just locals. You look over to the other room and see Elon Musk, Gary Vayacek and Mark Zuckerberg casually floating around chatting to people too. You could chat with them, but what would you even say? Sorry, this is where it sounds like I'm taking the piss. Uh, (laughs) That networking event is the new social media platform known as Clubhouse. And like that would be a really compelling sell Mm. to a lot of people and then just sounds super wanky to a different lot of people. That would be a great sell if that was actually the product it's uh, you don't really get that experience i mean you can see that 
Mark Andreessen, the founder, or Elon Musk, or whoever the hell uh, is hanging around, but you're, you're not talking to them. If you get into one of those rooms, there's going to be thousands and thousands of people. Even in these early days, there's going to be thousands of people in that room, and it, it's up to the speakers to to decide who gets to speak. They hold the, the talking stick uh, in Clubhouse, and they're not throwing it out to anyone in the back. So when you typically join, you'll be muted, right? And there's, there's the panel in charge. Exactly right, yeah. Cool. So I don't have to worry about people hearing all my birds and cicadas. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever else is going on here. Uh, so who's behind it, Tess? Uh, so the founders are called Paul Davidson and Rowan Seth, and they've actually been working on social products together for a decade, but with not much success. According to Business Insider, the pair have had at least nine failed apps between them, including something called Talk Show, which was their first collaboration and a predecessor to Clubhouse. And they decided that Clubhouse was going to be their one last try to try and crack the social graph. Well, they hit a home run then, I guess. Um, I mean, they are getting nothing but great press at the moment. There's heaps of press out there. And... The company recently raised $100 million in Series B funding led by Andreessen Horowitz. Like I said, Mark Andreessen seems to be chatting in a room every 15 minutes, according to my notifications on my phone. So yeah, he, he seems very, very bullish on this, on this idea. And it kind of makes sense to me because I guess, you know, in a post-Trump world, we're seeing people like Andreessen, you know, he's, he's made comments specifically to Axios and places like that, that, you know, he's, he's frustrated with the media. He wants to sidestep the media. He's he's bankrolling a bunch of media companies. And I feel it's it's that same kind of idea that creates an Elon Musk on Twitter as well, where, you know, Elon Musk kind of is a bit of a Trump in, in a way that, you know, politics aside, he's using the medium in the same way of, of di- talking directly to his fans, not doing any traditional press. And and just like Trump, you know, sometimes he steps in it and, and it costs him a lot of money, but it doesn't seem to impact him too much at the end of the day. Are you talking about Elon's tweet asking the Kremlin to come join him for a chat on Clubhouse? I, did you see that? I did not see that. No, I don't follow oh, uh, Mr. Musk on... Put it in the show notes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. That's fun. Apart from Elon Musk and those other Silicon Valley types, there's a whole lot of other people on the app. So Clubhouse has been downloaded about... million times since launching in September. And that growth is accelerating. But for now, it's only available on iOS. And it does still technically require an invitation Mm. to join, which has really helped build that hype. But I joined without an invite. I signed up. Uh, last Friday and 20 minutes later I got a notification that one of my LinkedIn contacts had vouched for me or nominated me or you know some clubhouse terminology Mm. and that I'd moved to the top of the wait list and my account was ready and I felt really special. (laughs) Yeah it does have that old school social media or maybe it's just the fact that there has not been a new social media platform out there for so long that you just forget kind of what it was like to sign up. But yeah, it, it, it harkens back to, you know, back in the day, Instagram was iOS only for like the first year or so. And and then you had things like Mailbox that were invite only and that they became such a massive thing because of the invite only. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting mix of like all of these old techniques that used to work back when we used to have social media platforms starting all the time before they all got kind of swallowed up by the big ones. But having said all that, I kind of feel that this is an idea that should be swallowed up by the biggins. Like, I, I, it, it, it's a very 
beautiful app. I've said it a couple of times now. It's it's really nicely done. And, and, it, and it feels like one of those apps that you feel is going to be the inspiration for a lot of things that come afterwards. You know, just like Instagram created a very specific way of looking that a lot of apps suddenly started to follow. Clubhouse has that same idea, but uh, or, or that same importance to me looking at it. But I just, I, I, if, if Twitter kind of properly released spaces, which is their, their version of clubhouse, which is still also kind of invite only. I've seen one or two people in my timeline start a space. I haven't got that interface yet on, on mine. Again, it's only iOS uh, for iOS users of Twitter, but yeah, it feels like it's a much more natural home for me to to do this kind of stuff on Twitter, on Twitter. and also then be able to like download it. It's frustrating that it, everything is so in the app and it, it has to, you have to be there at the moment. Maybe that's the thing that will, will get people to be a little bit more natural and, and say things they might otherwise mm. not say on, on something that's going to be permanent. But I don't know. I do, for me, they all just feel like limitations that another service is going to improve on and that will be the one that catches fire. And we do need to touch on the downsides, which you've sort of got to there a little bit. Clubhouse is facing those same content moderation dilemmas as all the other social networks. And that means someone can just get in a room and say whatever they like, which could be a form of harassment or misinformation or something else defamatory. So yeah, they've still got that content problem to deal with. Mm. And they have that weird Uber problem to deal with as well. Um, there, There were a couple of journalists in America who were trying to get into the app and because of, you know, things that they had written about Mark Andreessen back in the day, their, their accounts were being blocked for a little while uh, for joining the app. Mm. That They've since kind of walked that back and now as long as you get an invite, you should be able to get in. But, uh, yeah, that was that was a interesting PR misstep by the company as well. And the other kind of weird thing that we've come across is that Clubhouse provides no immediate way for users to delete their accounts. Instead of being able to uh, delete your account in the app or via the company's website, Clubhouse's privacy policy says that users need to email the company to request that their accounts be deleted. And as a reminder, you don't just want to delete the app if you're wanting to get off it. You've got to be sure to close up that account so the company isn't still holding your data, including your entire contact list, which we talked about on Monday. Yeah. And, and you know, the the story that we talked about on Monday uh, pointed out that what a great example that uh, someone's drug dealer ended up being invited into the service <laughs> because it just <laughs> it, it sucked up all of their contacts. I don't have a drug dealer. Let's be honest. I'm 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 so boring. But I I know I have invited like six people that I have no recollection who they are. I, I do apologize if I've ever met you. You've probably you're probably now sitting in service somewhere in Clubhouse. Uh, that's my fault. That's my bad. I apologize. But uh, yeah, I just opened up the app again, and I've now been because I'm a super user apparently because. I've, Whoa. I know because I've sat through two presentations and invited some people. I've now got six extra invites. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's doing all of those, all of those endorphin hits of like your special stay uh, with us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that growth hacking mm, um, mm. to pump your brain full of the right chemicals to <laughs> make you do, do the certain behavior that they want. We've all, we saw that Netflix documentary. Yeah, of course. Of course. There were a lot of uh, fit people in that show. I tried to I tried to watch it and I just well, they're all rich. Well, I know, but I I just couldn't get past just how everyone you know didn't skip leg day. <laughs> 
Anyway, cutting to the chase, should you have FOMO if you're an Android user or you're languishing on the wait list? I'd say not. I reckon Kara Swisher was absolutely right on the recent episode of Pivot. That's not surprising. I'm a big fan of hers. When she said if she was Clubhouse, she would sell fast because even though it's really pretty, it's destined to become that. Whatever happened to Clubhouse? thing in about six months. And I I reckon that's kind of true. I would be much more interested in Twitter spaces. Facebook is also moving into this area, of course, because Facebook covers, uh, you know, copies whatever is popular with the kids these days. And look, I I really hope that Twitter's one takes off. But in this day and age, it's probably going to be Facebook's that becomes the killer app. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll pull off the TikTok and somehow survive all by itself. But that's that's a rare thing. Mm, I think it's probably... Uh, at the moment got a pretty niche appeal. Yeah, I haven't interacted with anyone I know on there yet. I've just like dropped in on randoms. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's missing that for me at the moment. Definitely I'd probably recommend like having a walk outside instead. <laughs> uh, but like I'm pretty big on like walks. So. <laughs> great advice, great advice. Uh, if I could do that, I would, but um, I'm in lockdown. But Back to your earlier point, I think you have nailed it. If I was Microsoft, I would be purchasing this, tying it into LinkedIn, letting Twitter and Facebook release their versions of the product, which are going to be cesspools of hate because they're coming from cesspools of hate uh, as as networks. That's just going Mm. to be an issue anyway on either Facebook or Twitter's versions. So yeah, I I would, if I was Microsoft, I would purchase this, I would roll it into uh, LinkedIn and Clubhouse would become the the one that you know you can go to where you're not going to be screamed at by a racist. <laughs> That's such a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> 2021, prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Well, that was our, yeah, that was our first What The Fuck Wednesday. Yeah, I, I, that was really, really we, fun. It's nice to take a deep, uh, deep dive. Yeah, and we hope you, um, you know, can feel a little more informed about Clubhouse. I did not know that I couldn't delete the app when I joined. Neither did I. Well, we will speak to you tomorrow. Thank you, Tess Bennett. Thanks, Peter. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.